Episode 10. Oh, yeah. We're in double digits. Amazing. G'day everyone, this is episode 10 of AT3 and we are your Aussie Top 3. My name is Greg, your Captain Boomerang, and once again, I'm joined by my fellow Aussies, little Sherby Stacey Herbert and the Stinger Steve Ray. Welcome back, guys. Hey. Hello. We are on episode 10, can you believe it? Nope. I, I can't believe we got this this far. I know, it's crazy. Like It, it feels like it's gone so fast, but... Episode one also feels like a lifetime ago. Yes. <laughs> well, for episode 10, we are going to talk top three intercontinental champions, uh, a long-term staple of the WWF slash WWE. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see who we actually have chosen of, of the you know hundreds of people <laughs> that have yeah. held the IC belt, mm. who's going to make our top threes. Uh, but as per usual, we go ladies first. So, Stacey, let's kick things off with your first choice. Okay. So, I'm going to pick someone now. Their reign was not incredibly memorable, um, but it was incredibly historic. And that is China. Okay. So, ah, yeah. yeah, it might be a little out of left field pick, but I feel like she should be in the conversation of greatest IC champions of all time because, I mean, she's the first and only woman ever to hold the IC title. And as I said, um, she didn't exactly have five-star matches as champion, but... Yeah, like the the thing I really enjoyed about China among I think most people is she kind of normalized intergender wrestling and she was really seen as an equal to any kind of man she stepped into the ring with. I mean, hell, she started out as like a bodyguard to men. Like mm-hmm. that's pretty insane. But, you know, you look at China and you see her physique and she could pull it off. Um but yeah, that that's why China is my first pick. She she was believable, wasn't she? You, like you you, could, you believe that she could beat that guy she was going up against. Yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, not only was she IC champion twice, um, she also is like the only woman ever to qualify for King of the Ring and um, the first woman to enter the Royal Rumble. And yeah, it, it doesn't feel like it was just a shtick thing you know like she could legitimately take on like half the roster i mean Definitely. she kind of overpowered a lot of guys on the roster especially like um you know maybe not the heavyweights but certainly the mid cutters yeah yeah was it um did she hold it with jericho at the same time was that it yeah, yeah. so it was kind of like a controversial match where um they both didn't tap out, I believe. Um, so they were sort of co-holders of yeah. the belt for a while. And then um, Jericho ended up taking it off her after that, I believe. Yeah, look, China's definitely um, like out of left field, but I can definitely see why why you chose it. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's history, you know. She created yeah. history. Exactly. And I honestly, I don't think it will ever be done again. Like no. I would be shocked if it, 
is. Yeah. Other look, other companies have tried to do it, and and yep. yeah, yeah, it just hasn't been believable. Um, whereas, yeah, as, as I said earlier, yeah, China definitely is believable. Yeah. yeah. I, I actually had her as like an honourable mention in case we sort of didn't. No one mentioned her at all. You know, I thought yeah. like at the end, I thought, oh, well, you know, I think we need to at least mention China. But yeah, they put it a put it out there from the start, so that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. I think I think definitely deserve it because, like you said, like the only woman to have the icy belt, and yeah, like she was sort of the muscle for Triple H for for ages, and then even after that whole DX thing, it was always kind of like, yeah, there's these like not oh Shawn Michaels as well, really. She was kind of the muscle for him. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And considering that, like Shawn Michaels had Diesel as his muscle before that. It wasn't like, oh, well, now he's just got this like woman as he's, he used to have Diesel, the seven foot guy. Now he's got China. Like that doesn't mm. make any sense. Like, but it did. Everyone just sort of went, yeah. Like, yeah. Because look at her. She's fucking, you know, yeah. huge. So, yeah. Uh, and like you said, like, not the greatest in ring talent, but I mean, that's not, a, you don't really need to be. That's in right. In a way, mm. it's not. You know, like there's so many like fantastic wrestlers that aren't necessarily great actual wrestlers. Like it's it's the spectacle and the character and the psychology and things like that. So yeah. Um, but that was her whole thing. It was like her presence and her look and her sort of intimidation factor and stuff like that. So definitely. Um, yeah. It's and- um really interesting because. I feel like when we talk about divas, as you would say at the time, like China was rarely in the discussion because you don't really think of her as a diva, you know, like she's kind of above that. And, you know, she was kind of playing in the big leagues, you know, and I don't think she was ever meant to be any more than sort of a bodyguard, but she kind of superseded that with her stardom. And that's pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah. I don't feel that they ever really had plans for her to wrestle. It was just she was you, just fucking Triple H. Yeah, yeah. It's like <laughs> you'll you'll get involved in matches type of thing, um, yep. but not necessarily, you know. But of course, everybody eventually wrestles. So, um, yeah. but again, like even when you had that sort of classic, because to me, like the classic version of DX is the one after Shawn Michaels went away. You know, like. Yes. I still like, I enjoy the original like three, uh, but I feel like DX really kind of took off massively when you had them sort of going head to head with the NWO and this kind of stuff. Um, So you had basically Triple H, um, X-Pac and um, the Outlaws, New Age Outlaws. And then of course China was it. So besides Triple H, who was kind of at the time fairly credible still, you know, he was again, IC champion and, and tag belts and and he'd been around for a while so he was still like a credible guy but the rest of them were kind of like these shitless layabouts you know like these sort of mm-hmm. um like they weren't a joke but they were that kind of slacker grunge era characters who were like yeah but then they've got china in their corner and you know she helps them sort of beat up the guys that they really have no business beating up so, yep. but again, it was completely credible. It wasn't like, oh yeah, but it's fake wrestling. So of course, like, you know, uh, the, the woman is going to stand a chance in a match. It's like, yeah, but 
with her, you just sort of went, yeah, I can see that. It'd be different if yep. she was going up against like Kane or, yeah. or, 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 you know, Undertaker or, or someone like that, yeah. or even like, like the rock or stone cold or something like that. But then even then, like you can play it as a storyline that they take it easy on her or they think like, Oh, this will be easy. And they don't like give it a hundred percent. She starts to sort of, um, you know, she goes full bore from the, from the get go and surprises them. And all of a sudden they're in trouble. So yeah, yep. you know, yep. it's doable, like overconfident yep. type of thing. So definitely. Yeah. No, I, I think definitely uh, worthy of, of a mention so so yeah yeah i know there's like a lot of like when you look at ic champions through history there's a lot of prestigious wrestlers in that list and not saying china isn't one of those wrestlers but i'm talking technical like technically fantastic wrestlers um and you know i i knew that we would have that base covered between Mm. the three of us and (laughs) Yeah, I feel like China deserve to be mentioned in this list. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. The, the, like we said, like wrestling isn't always about actual wrestling. So it's 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 a combination of everything. You know, it, it, it's mm. in ring in, in ring skills if you've got them. You know, mic skills if you've got them. Uh, charisma and, and and ring psychology and good character work if you can handle it. But if not, hopefully you've got a little bit of everything. But if not, yeah. like being really good at one of them is enough, you know. So like for someone like China, her look and her presence and her character and her sort of, it, it is kind of a ring psychology because it did mm. play into the idea of like you believed that she would beat the shit out of these guys. She would, and, yeah, she was a badass, yeah. Yeah. So, and for the whole match, you're waiting for her to get involved. So that's that's ring psychology, you know. Um, yep. and she was able to do that like very well. So, um, I do feel that once they did sort of try to use her as just another, not just another one of the women wrestlers, but when they put her in the women's division, mm-hmm. it sort of, it not only made her kind of look like she was taking a step back, but it kind of shit on all the rest of them as well. Cause it was yeah. like, how, yeah. they, how is like Lita and, uh, yeah. and Mickey James and these women going to compete with China? You know? Yeah. They, yeah. they don't stand a chance. She's beating all the men. So yeah, yeah exactly. So it kind of, it not only sort of ruined like China, but it, it, it sort of fucked up the division for a while too, I think. So. Yeah. Yeah. I liked the stuff she did with Eddie as well. That was cool. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. How they sort of started off as, like vicious rivals and then he started, you know, calling her mummy and all this sort of shit. <laughs> Mamacita. Yeah, yeah. Mamacita. Yeah, which was yeah. cool. So. Well, it started Latino heat, didn't it? So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that was like classic Eddie, like oh, yeah. comedic gold stuff right there. Yeah, so, I mean, that's a huge, she's played a huge part in creating a major force of his character that helped him get over more than he ever had been before. So, Without that feud with China, did he would he ever have reached the heights that he did? You know, so, yeah, he would have. Yes, I'm sure he would have. But <laughs> yeah, like you know, it, 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 it's one of those things where it's like, well, maybe it would have happened a couple of years later, and you know, the Latino, if the Latino heat didn't sort of kick off for him, yeah, um, it, you know, he might not have. It's, it certainly helped. Yeah. yeah, so cool. Um, alrighty, Steve. Okay. Pick, pick number one for your yep. uh, IC champs. When I'm when I'm thinking of IC champs, I like 
a lot of mine go back a, a little bit because I think of the IC belt nowadays and it just doesn't have the same stature or yeah. as, as it used to. Um, it just get, it gets passed around nowadays, but um, going back, um, I think for me, this is a no brainer and everyone will probably know um, <laughs> the, my first pick. It's, it's, it's Sean Michaels, HBK. Um, mm-hmm. He, he had probably one of the best feuds of all time. It was one of my favorite WrestleMania matches for the IC belt with, with Razor Ramon. Um, when I think of the IC title, I think of, uh, it's the workhorse title. It's the number two title. Um, and every time Shawn Michaels held that belt back in the day, he, he was, you had to watch him. It was, it was must see. Um, you know, he, the first time he had it, he beat Razor Ramon. Uh, he beat, uh, Davy Boy, I believe it was. Second time he had it, he beat Razor Ramon. So it wasn't like he was beating bloody Santino Morella. You know, he, <laughs> yeah. he was beating yeah. legit guys. And I think, yeah, even back then, everyone knew Shawn Michaels was going to be something big. But I think yep. he, it's sort of the case of he had the IC belt that made him and then he moved on to superstardom. Um, I, I just think that, you know, he had to relinquish the belt twice. So he never, he only lost the belt really once. And, um, but that ladder match he had sort of put the IC title belt um, in the forefront of everyone's minds, I think. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, HBK is a must, a must for me. Yeah. I think it's like, uh, like you were saying before, Stacey, like, well, there have been sort of big time characters and, and gimmicks in it. I don't like using the word gimmick because it seems lesser than, but uh, for lack of a better term, but you know, that have had the IC title, like we, like you said, China and, and probably more that we'll mention down the track, but uh, then there have been a ton of like super, you know, super skilled in ring technicians as well. And obviously Shawn Michaels is like the best there of yep. all. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Take that for it, hunt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey, even I'll say that. Like, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I know, think like, yeah, um, definitely. You know, it, because Michael's like the reason why I would say Michael's was better than Bret Hart in the ring is because like Bret Hart's probably better if you're going to have a drawn out like submission match type of style match where it is mm-hmm. that sort of more wrestling hold based. Whereas like Shawn Michaels could do all that, but then there's a super kick and he's jumping off the top rope and you know, that sort of thing, which Bret Hart did a little bit of, but mm. you know, Shawn yeah. Michaels had a bit more f- like flair. A bit more flair. Like, yeah. No, no pun intended. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, but yeah I, I think now that you've got like Shawn Michaels as the megastar, like hall of fame, you know, guy that he, that he became like two time hall of fame. Yeah, exactly. Um, but the IC title was that stepping stone. And that's the yep. thing. It's like, it was that at the time it was that belt where it was like, yeah, they're only, it was almost, it wasn't the same as like two world champ, but it was close. Yeah, that's like, right. Yeah. Because yeah. it was like, Oh yeah. Well he, cause I mean, that's what's the difference. Like we're like in the, like the semantics of it, like he's intercontinental. Right. So he's in between continents so that's like international which means global which means world so yeah yeah you know world champion and intercontinental champion really kind of means the same thing unless oh we don't go to like countries we just go to continents 
<laughs> I think I think I said it before. It's like it was always seen as the workhorse title, you know. Yeah, yeah. Was, yeah the person who deserves it the most, I guess. It's yeah, yeah. And, and having Shawn Michaels, like you said, he's had matches with Razor and 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 um, obviously Bret Hart and um, Bulldog, like you name it. He's you know Hennig, everyone. He sort of was in there with with everyone, even um. Marty Jannetty, you know, they had a match for the IC title at one point. That's right, so, on, on Raw. Yeah. So, I mean, it was that, like, I think, and that sort of helped, like, him coming in at that time kind of helped carry on that legacy, I think, where you had guys like Ramon and and uh, Ultimate Warrior and these guys that were kind of, like, most of them became world champ, you know, Roddy yeah. Piper and everyone else. So, Hey, was that before Jannetty killed that guy or afterwards? <laughs> Which one? (laughs) (laughs) I really agree um, with what you're saying about like the IC belt that it was really the workhorse title. Um, Like it it may not have been as flashy as like the WWE title, but usually like the best wrestlers held the IC belt and it made for like the best matches on the card, I think. And I think also... The 90s was, I think you might be willing to argue this, but I think it was the best time ever for the IC belt because I oh, think definitely. the most prestigious champions were in the 90s. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to go list them off because I'm sure they're going to be on the perspective <laughs> list. But yeah, like Shawn Michaels completely embodies everything that belt should represent. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and definitely it's... has to be in like top three of all time discussions in sure. regards to IC champs yeah and you and you look at it it, it was a stepping stone um yeah and nowadays it's not used like that it's just yeah. Oh, oh yeah oh you can have a title like zach Ryder at wrestlemania yeah. like oh, i like zach Ryder, but he should never have won the ic title at wrestlemania like yeah yeah just yeah yeah that was a bit weird yeah, yeah. i did win money on it that was okay but <laughs> <laughs> But you know, I just we don't talk yeah. about that. No, no, <laughs> yeah. no. I don't know. It just it just doesn't have the same prestige these days. There's probably one or two people nowadays that have had it, and we we may mention them. I don't know, but mm. yeah, I just I don't it doesn't doesn't have the same feel to me these days as it. Used yeah, to. it's disappointing. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, I wasn't gonna name this guy first on my list, but I might as well since you brought up. Shawn Michaels, Steve, and that I've got Razor Ramon on my list. So nice. sort of while, while we're talking about Shawn Michaels, you know, and the intercontinental title, I mean, you have to bring up Razor like you did. So, um, you know, I, I still prefer kind of the more character-based uh, entertainment stuff that like as Scott Hall uh, in general, like NWO and just general, like too cool for school, Scott Hall kind of thing. Uh, to the to the Razor Ramon character in in quotes whatever, but as far as if you're going to talk about like in ring skills and wrestling matches and all that, obviously his matches as Razor were much better than when he was Scott Hall because he would still kind of I don't know he probably wasn't drunk yeah like more <laughs> committed to <laughs> the actual wrestling as opposed to other things yeah um yeah. and like we said he's you know. He, and it wasn't just the, the the big ladder match with Shawn Michaels either. Like, I mean, he had a lot of intercontinental matches with other big names, like obviously with Diesel for a start before they 
you know, went off to be Hall and Nash and the NWO, but like Yokozuna, Jeff Jarrett, you know, even Rick Martel, like he, he's had big time like intercontinental matches with a lot of people. So, and to me, for someone that never got to or never seemed like would make it to WWF champion, like that's the sort of person you put the IC belt on, especially at that time, because like you said, it's the workers' belt. It's kind of the almost world champ title. And you didn't then look at Razor Ramon as like, oh, yeah, but he's not good enough to be world champ. It's like, no, but he, he could be because he's the IC champ. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, especially when he's a heel because you're like, well, he's got that belt, but I don't want him to get the, the main belt. He's a heel. Yeah. And heels, like to me, where it's like, oh, this guy should never have been champion or he's not believable as champion. It's like if he's a heel, you got to throw that out the window because that's the whole point. Like you yeah, probably yeah. cheated to get it. Like Miz, yep. you know, would Miz have ever been WWF champion on his own? Like no. no, but he cashed in money in the bank. Like that's how he got it. So it's not like he's a legit champ. It's he's got it, but you know, and there's a few, few of them like that. So, yeah. Um, but no, Razor is definitely a good pick. I was, he, he's in my like, few that I was flip-flopping between my third pick. Well, yeah. I think just when you have that sort of, you know, around that time as well where like the click was coming together. So you had matches with Shawn Michaels and Diesel and... Um, well, the we, match he had with um, One Two Three Kid on, on Raw when he lost, that was fantastic. Yeah, well. I was going to say, like Waltman with his 400 personas, you know. <laughs> um, but then that really helped elevate those guys that were coming in like that, like... like um, Waltman and one, two, three kid, whatever he was called, you know, um, the next day, you know, yeah. <laughs> but he, because it's like, well, he didn't just beat Razor Ramon. He beat Razor Ramon, but he, we know that he's like this multi-time IC champ, which means he's like a, you know, a, 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 an inch away from being world champ. Yeah. Um, so it's like, holy shit, you know, you essentially beat a world champion. Um, which it's a lot different now, obviously, and, and has been for a while. But yeah. but yeah, back in the day, it was the same thing with, you know, Shawn Michaels at the time, you know, yeah. believable stepping stone. And then, I mean, even China, they could have done something with with China there with the world title somehow, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like I just... some, some kind of fatal four-way or something and Triple H has like got her into the match to help her. And so it's, you know, she's she's uh, technically an individual competitor, but he thinks, well, she's just going to help me. And then all of a sudden, yeah. oh, she Some... pinned him out of nowhere, like <laughs> schoolboy roll up or hit him with a chair or something. And, you know, all of a yeah. sudden you got China as a world champ. So. Yeah. I, I think mean, I... if it was ever going to happen. Yeah. I think it also helped back in the day with the title being a bit more legit because the IC title, the IC champ didn't lose in a, in a non-title match or whatever. Whereas these days it happens a little bit and it just sort of takes that away yeah, from it. It's kind of telegraphs now. It was a non-title match. It's like, okay. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you're going to have the champ win, you might as well just make it a title match. Yeah. Yep. Like, what's the point? Yeah. Yeah, definitely good pick there with Razor Ramon. Um, I was actually tossing up between him and China for my third pick, uh-huh. um, even though I mentioned China first. But um, <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> I knew that it sounds like a cop out, but the only reason I didn't pick him similar to Shawn Michaels is I knew that 
he would be brought up. At least I felt pretty <laughs> confident that he would. <laughs> Well, that's but, all right. It's like our non-American one, like Steve and I. Yeah. Were like, well, Stacey's going to go first because Stacey always yeah. goes first. Yeah, <laughs> Stacey's going to pick Piper. So yeah, yeah we knew that. Who else Not- can we pick? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but having said exactly. that, if for some reason you hadn't picked Piper, we both would have. So yeah, exactly. That's yeah. how you know that they're like a, a legit guaranteed pick because yeah. So I mean, we all would have had Shawn Michaels. So. Um, and like I said, I had China as a sort of a footnote to be like, if no one yeah. mentions it, just bring it up and go, hey, don't forget China. But yeah, that's obviously, right. um, you know, you were there right from the yeah. get-go. So. Yeah. 100%. Straight off the bat. Mm-hmm. All righty. So, uh, Stace, so you're Thanks. back to you. So who have you got yep. for your second choice? All right. Um, but I was going to mention this person as my first choice, but I just kind of wanted to go out of left field with – China there so um, I'm going to make this my second choice so my third choice is a completely anticlimactic <laughs> and surprise surprise it's Roddy Piper hey. Hey. <laughs> I was thinking about it when I was preparing for the show and I was like oh this is going to be the second week in a row I mentioned Piper but like I, I can't not mention really, him so that's yeah. right. between Shawn Michaels and Piper and yeah. <laughs> William Regal at the moment that's well. right yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> but um yeah piper has to be on this list because much like razor piper was never a world champion shockingly enough but um roddy defeated the mountie at the royal rumble 92 right. to win this belt um and it was not a long reign it was only seven 77 days long um but it was so special as this was piper's first title win after being in the wwf for eight years eight years how crazy is that like like jake the snake like never had anything exactly i mean wrestlers just sneeze and they're like here take a title <laughs> considering he was in such a big spot with hogan you know when he yeah. first came in i mean yeah, yeah it's it's crazy i honestly it, think like i know a lot of people with that would be like oh well hogan wouldn't job to him and this kind of thing but i think there's a lot of stuff where like piper wouldn't lose either so i think i honestly think they are a bit afraid to put a title on piper because at any minute he could just be like i'm out like, yeah which yeah. he had done in the past, you know, like he would go to different territories and and not lose because he's like, when I leave here and go to the next territory, I can't walk in as the guy that lost and I'm not worth anything. So Make more money. he did yeah. kind of do, I mean, and I love Piper too, but he did kind of, it took him a while to kind of be like, hey, it doesn't really matter if you lose, you know, like he, yeah. Yeah, that's wrestling. <laughs> he probably held on to that for a lot longer than a lot of the other guys. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, JR said it on um, Piper's like documentary thing that they released on DVD like years ago that Piper in himself is like his own title. He's never needed one. And I think many other wrestlers have said that as well before. And um, yeah, I think like this is a case that Piper's star power really kind of elevated that belt um since he was classified as that guy that never needed one you know this guy was main eventing but didn't hold a title like how crazy is that and and really he was viewed as a world champion like as 100%. far as oh yeah as far as status you know he was there with hogan and and yeah yeah and the others so um yeah it was like he may not have technically had the title but as far as status and the the aura that people had like he was 
essentially an, an uncrowned champion because it was like, well, he was always there. So yep. um, it doesn't matter who he was fighting. And that's why when like he had matches with like Mr. T and stuff like that, it was still like a big deal because it's like, how's Mr. T going to go up against Roddy Piper, who's essentially world champ? Yep. Yeah, exactly. And um, another thing that makes this special is when Piper dropped the title um, to Bret Hart at WrestleMania 8, I feel like that was, I've already mentioned on another show, that was best, uh, Piper's best match of his career, in my opinion. And um, it was one of the greatest passing of the torch moments ever. Um, and it, it did sort of lead to those historic reigns in the 90s that we were talking about, like Bret Hart. Shawn Michaels, Razor, etc. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's a shame that he didn't hold more titles. Even just, I guess he had the tag belts later on in his career when with Ric Flair, yep. wasn't it? But still, yeah. like, I'd love to see him have more titles back in his heyday. Hundred percent. That it does kind of like I'm sort of torn on it because, like, on one hand, I'm like, yeah, it'd be good if you could sort of say like three-time champ Roddy Piper and five-time IC title belt or whatever. But I think almost like for him he's in that unique situation where it's like, here's a guy, like I think the more titles you put on him, it almost takes away like the uniqueness factor from him. So it's like, like, like Jake, the snake, it's like, here's a guy, everyone knows Jake, the snake, you know, wrestling legend, you know, helped put over stone cold, make him the huge thing. Never had a single title in WWF, you know, Um, but didn't, really need it apparently because everyone remembers him and no one sort of goes, Oh yeah, he's a three time yeah. champ. So um I think it goes to show how strong a personality he was too. Yeah. Right? And so yeah. Piper to me it's kind of the same thing. I think if I wonder if that sort of ha- even helps Piper's legacy, the fact that like he didn't have this sort of laundry list of titles because it's like, yeah, because his title was being Roddy Piper. Like yeah, that's, no, that's like, true. Hey, I, I'm over. I won the bell. I won the tag team titles or I won the world title. It's like, yeah, but I beat Piper. Like that's kind of almost a title in itself. Like, especially back then in the eighties, nineties, when he didn't sort of just lose to everyone. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like we said, Hulk Hogan never beat Piper in the WWF. They had to bring him into WCW for Hogan to get that win. So even Hulk Hogan, who like the whole gimmick of the WWF in the eighties was, Build up a guy, lose the Hogan, because that's rinse repeat, and that's because that's just how it was, and and that's what worked. So, but Piper didn't. So, you know, and like I said, I like it every now and then when you have these characters where it's like the one guy that didn't beat you. You know, that's why I like the Goldberg Brock thing when they did that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I sort of like the fact that like Hogan beat everyone in WWF. Yeah, he didn't beat Piper. So, yeah, because Piper's too smart, you know. So, um, but yeah, so as as an IC champ to then drop it to Bret Hart, it's like he wouldn't lose to Hogan, but he lost to Bret Hart. So, like, there's a massive rub for Hart. And yeah. then he said that, then passed it on to a technical guy who was able to have matches with Michaels and you know everyone else that we'll probably mention yeah. <laughs> you know, as far as like technical uh, skills and stuff like that. So. And and it was put on that pedestal by the fact that Bret Hart beat Roddy Piper. Yeah. So, yep. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he might have only, you know, had it for whatever seventy days or whatever you said, Stacey. But I mean, yeah, it's it's definitely a case of uh, like quality over quantity. 
Yeah. Yeah, you can see when he's um, making the entrance into that match against Bret Hart, you can see in his face he's taking it all in. It's like he's almost crying, you know. Well, I think having, the, you know, they're sort of like uh, like family connections and stuff there as well, sort of, um, you know, being able to walk into WrestleMania as an IC champ and then actually walk out of WrestleMania, like, yeah, you lost, but you put over Bret Hart and sort of being able to be the guy that kind of brought Bret Hart to the show. Like that's, that, that seemed like it would be a pretty big deal for, for Piper, especially when you hear him talk, when you heard him talk in interviews and stuff like that, like, um, you know, like later when he'd stopped wrestling and stuff like that. Yeah. Yep. So good uh, pick. Very Very good. good Very good. Even though we knew you were going to have it. Yeah. (laughs) But say, that's why I didn't want to go with it first. <laughs> but you know, a lot of times the obvious picks are obvious for a reason. You know? yeah, 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 that's right. Yeah. Otherwise, you end up with like Last Jedi and shit like that. So. <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. Let's do it. It's like, oh, but we'll make lots and lots of money. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yes. All right, Steve. Get me out of this tangent of Last Jedi hate and we'll, okay. Um, Go on to you. Well, my two. my next person, um, he only had one title reign as well. Oh, I'm going to know who it is. But it lasted 414 days. It's the Macho Man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he beat Tito Santana in 1986, and then 414 days later, he lost it to Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Uh, was it WrestleMania 3? Uh, in one of the best... Oh, one, you know, one of the best matches at the time. Um, the thing that I liked about Macho Man's uh, reign was um, he, he never looked like losing the belt. Um, but then also, you know, we talked about it being the number two belt and the workhorse belt. You know, Hulk Hogan was the champion at the time. No one was going to dethrone Hulk Hogan. So who do you put the IC belt on? The next best option, which is Macho Man. Um, I know we all we all love Macho Man here, and just you know the matches his his matches were technically perfect. Um, I particularly like the breath match he had that he played <laughs> a few a few episodes ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, and yeah, look, I just uh, once again, if you're talking IC champs for me, Macho Man, you know it, it, that belt also like HBK elevated him to the ch- world champion that he became later on. And yeah, definitely has to be in my top three. Yeah, I had uh, in the same way that I had China written down as an honourable mention. I had Macho Man there as well, uh, being that yeah, he only had the title once, but I mean, again, quality over quantity, and the fact that he had it for yeah more than a year. Like was it four hundred and fourteen? Did you say? Yeah, second um, second only to. Um, Honky Tonk Man. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, and like you said, because at the time, Hogan was sort of like the golden goose. So, he, that was that. was that. But well, it was almost like, well, who would be champ if Hogan broke his leg or something? Well, we're probably yep. Randy. It's like, well, give it, give yep. him the IC belt then. Yeah. Um, and, of course, like you said, he also had the, the classic match that people still hold in high regard, uh, the match with um, Ricky Steamboat. Steamboat. Like, which is, yeah, and the whole thing, like, he threw, broke my neck on the, well, not broke my neck, but, like, smashed my throat onto the guardrail and, you know, Elizabeth was there and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it's, again, it's, 
the workers title. It's the, you know, the, this close to the world champ sort of status. Um, and again, obviously Savage went on to be world champ and, and things like that many times. I, th- so. I think, like you said before, when you're talking about the IC title and basically Macho Man, what was the world champ too? You know what I mean? Like it's just, yeah. Yeah, it's the same. That was a case yeah. really where it was like almost having two yeah. champs with Hogan and Savage type of thing. So, And that's why it was such a big deal when it was like, oh, the mega powers, you know, like it was holy shit. Like, they were the two biggest people. Yeah. 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 So it, it really was like, oh, fuck. Like they're going to be unstoppable now. So, yeah. yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm, I don't think that's a good pick. Much in the same way of, of Piper, you know, like it's... Yeah. It, it's give it to the guy that probably could be world champ in a heartbeat and deliver classic matches and then ultimately put over, um, you know, an in-ring technician that will take it to even higher heights as far as um, spectacle in the ring and stuff like that. So I was actually shocked when I did my research and found he only held it once. And you think, I thought back and I go, yeah, well, it was only once, but... I was the same because originally I, I, I was like, well, Savage had it. I know he had it. And I feel he had it for ages and then looked it yeah. up. And it's like, okay, well, no, I'm sure he had I, If I had to guess before I did the research for this show, I would have guessed that he had it three times. Yeah, me too, yeah. But mm. uh, maybe that could be something in my subconscious where the three is coming at me from WrestleMania 3 or something like that. But, yeah. Um, but just it just felt – but again, probably because we're so used to people winning it on – Winning it at Slum- SummerSlam, losing it on Raw, winning it back on SmackDown, yeah. and then, you know, losing it at the Rumble or something like that. Very um, true. Yeah. Where he had it for you know over a year, it's like he could have had it five times in that time if it was today. So, yeah. yeah, I didn't actually realize he held it that long, like four hundred something days. It's a long time. Yeah. Yeah, like over a year. Yeah. Never do that these days. Oh no. No, yeah, the, the closest was when CM Punk had it, wasn't it? And that was four hundred. How long? That was the heavyweight title. But that was think, heavy, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And even that was like I think, you know, because he had that gimmick where he was passing everyone, you know, like oh, I just out, you know, yeah, like Steve Austin's run of two thousand and one, and then and then, you know, um, Diesel's run of you know how long he had it for. Yeah, same sort of thing over a year, and then it was like. I had it for 440 days or whatever he had it for. And then it was like the next one on the list was Hogan. And it was like, that was like four years, dude. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. And then before that, it was like Bruno who had it for like eight years. Or yeah. Something. So like, yeah. it's just never going to happen. Again. And then he lost to the fucking rock. Yeah. But I mean, look at it now. Who could you possibly put the title on for four years? You know, yeah. like now. Oh, yeah, you couldn't. And, People's attention span doesn't last that long. So and have them over from before they win it to after they oh, lose it. Uh, I, I, like I know just, one person. Know. I know one person. Stacey will agree, yeah. But even at the time, I think people would have got sick of it. Like, yeah. Yeah. Look how, uh, you know, like. Well, Cole held the NXT belt for was it just over a year? So, you know. Yeah. I mean, four years is a long time. Oh, yeah. I mean. Yeah. But you've got to remember. I, also, they weren't on TV. weren't on TV as much back. It was just like that's yeah, true. House yeah. shows. He, and, he yep. had the belt for four years. He probably yeah. defended it like yeah. twenty times. Well, yeah. also, yeah. and then when he lost the title to um, who was it to? Um, well, they stripped it off him for to end that one. Basically, I think wasn't it? It was. Uh, he lost to the. Russian oh no! Sorry, that was the Andre one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He lost the to double. the Russian dude. Um, 
San Martino. Um, oh, how was it? San Martino lost to some Russian dude, and they all um, they the crowd rioted, so <laughs> they put the belt back on him. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> That's why San Martino had it so long as well. Mm. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I think just the fact that Randy Savage was Randy Savage, uh, like I said, similar type of um, uh, style or whatever you want to call it, uh, as Piper, you know, like massive legend, and, and Shawn Michaels too, you know, like so. Um, they've got to be in the talk when you look at intercontinental champions, especially what they did with the belt. Yeah. So, yeah. Cool. Uh, well, my third, my second pick is not anywhere near the level of Piper or Savage, but I still think he's one of the best. Well, in my opinion, really? uh, I'm not on that level, but there's probably some hardcore fans that feel otherwise. Uh, but I think he was, as far as the IC belt goes, I think he's up there as one of the best, and that's Rob Van Dam. Oh, yeah. Nice. Nice. Because he is a guy that had the belt, like, a lot and did kind of win it at one pay-per-view and then lost it and maybe won it back again. But I think the ability to keep the crowd on his side and to put on the matches that he did with different opponents, even though a lot of the stuff can be argued that Rob Van Dam did was kind of the same, but you know, like there's his seven spots that he's going to do in every match, but, but still, you know, like you got to do them. And the fact that he could roll with pretty much anyone in the ring, um, you know, he had matches with like, for instance, like uh, Jeff Hardy and Eddie Guerrero, these kinds of guys, but he he could have a good match with like the rock as well, you know? Um, And Kurt Angle, like completely different styles. So, uh, I think the fact that as far as I see title matches go, like Van Dam had them with, like I said, Jeff Hardy, Eddie, Eddie uh, Guerrero, uh, Christian, Kane, Regal, Jericho, even like Mr. Perfect at one point there when, when Perfect came back into the WWE for, you know, five minutes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think the variety of uh, like title contenders or champions that he built that he beat to become champion and the fact that he was able to have quality matches with all those guys, I think yeah. helped made him made me put him on the list. Yeah. And he was always over with the crowd too. Like, you know, yeah. you just hear that Rob Van Dam, the crowd would go wild. And yeah, I think it, it, it I think it sort of helped him coming from ECW um, as, as a top guy and coming across because um, he was one of the guys that Vince sort of could knew he could wrestle and, was able to put the belt on him, I guess. Yeah. And like, to me personally, like I know everyone's like, Oh, he should have been more like, he should have been world champ more times. I think once like they definitely missed the boat, like where he didn't get the title around the time of the Alliance and stuff like that, when he was like red hot um, and was kind of going up against Austin and stuff like that. Uh, even though they're meant to be on the same side, like he would, he would annoy the shit out of Austin, you know, yeah. things like that. Yeah. Uh, and and then in, in the meantime, like Austin is feuding with Angle, which means Van Dam was kind of feuding with Angle as well. But then he was getting caught between the two, and they did do a triple threat at one point, which um, was a very good match as well. But I think once they sort of missed that boat and didn't give him the title around, then I think then he never really got back to the levels that he should have been world champ. And so I think the IC title was like absolutely perfect for him. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. 
Yeah, I agree. I think RVD is a really great pick. Like I didn't think about it, but no. when you mentioned it, I was like, of course. Like he was definitely one of the more memorable IC chants of like the early early 2000s. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Losing track of time here. Yeah. But um, <laughs> yeah, like RVD is like a case. He He could be in the main event, but I think the mid card – is more interesting with him in it and he always elevated it. Yeah. Yeah. I think he's that guy. Like he was perfect as that guy that was sort of your upper, upper mid card. So, and then you could have him rise up into the main event if you needed to and be totally credible as a, uh, as an opponent for whoever's world champ, you know, whether at the time, like we said, whether it was angle or undertaker or triple H or whoever, but then if he dropped down a little bit and was fighting guys like Jeff Hardy and Eddie at the time and Christian and Kane and all that, it still like seemed like a big deal because it's like, well, by proxy, these guys are fighting world champs because they're fighting Van Dam, who is, yeah, was fighting world champs, you know, yesterday, things like that. So, yeah. yeah. Um, and just the fact that the, you know, he, I know he had the big following in ECW, but I mean, it's still not a huge thing. Like but once he got to, uh, WWF at the time with the whole alliance thing like he was the one that sort of like he benefited the most out of that whole uh, alliance invasion thing where it was like who are these like because a lot of people were like who are these guys I don't you know we don't know who Tommy Dreamer is and we don't know who the you know and like Rob Van Dam and it was like fuck look at all the stuff he does like flipping yeah and, and not yeah. just the normal flippy shit it was like you know, rolling thunder and all that kind of stuff that he would do. I was like, oh, wow. So completely unique. And to me, like I said, like at the time, if you're not going to give him the title, like when they did that, uh, the tease where it looked like he'd beaten Undertaker for the title and then Undertaker comes out and he's like, hang on a minute, I never said this was for the for the title. Oh, that's right, yeah. That's where they fucked up. Like that was, that's the moment. Yeah. It, it, he should have had the, the title. And then, yeah. you know, Undertaker gets a rematch, whatever you want to do. But that to me was the moment where it was like, ah, you kind of fucked it up now. Cause I don't think they ever reached that peak yeah. with Van Damme. Yeah. So, but having said that, that allowed him to be like consistently the IC champ, whether it's we need someone to elevate the title or we need to put, put over someone, we'll give the title to Van Damme. And when they beat him for it, it makes them a big deal. Yeah. Which yeah. he did with. Tons of guys. So, you know, so yeah. Um, and, and, and uh, I don't know, he's just one of my personal favorites as well. So yeah, no, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. He definitely was one of the be- like best to watch back then. Like, especially um, during, like when I used to watch raw week to week, which feels like a bloody lifetime ago, but um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, you know, for a, like, as we mentioned, you know, he was a world champion, but I'll always kind of see him as a mid-card guy because that's where yeah. he did his best oh, work. Oh, for sure, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, like, you know, he could hang with the best. I mean, you know, he was in, like, Elimination Chamber with, like, Triple H and Shawn Michaels and, yeah. you know, all those big names that have been around a long time. Yeah. See, I think, I think Van Dam having the IC title in those early 2000s is as close as you could get to that like early to mid 90s time where the IC champ was 
considered almost the world champ. I think that's the closest it's ever come to being back to back to that level. And then after, yeah. that, you know, yeah, maybe maybe one other person I can think of, but uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it, I I just think like the way that he could consistently be IC champ, which made him a legit sort of main event threat at any minute because he can always step up and be like, well, I'm the IC champ, so I'll have a title match against you, Triple H or Batista or, you know, Edge, whatever. So, um, but then, like I said, you can sort of drop him down the card a little bit and and just put on clinics with, yeah, like that ladder match with him and Eddie Guerrero. That's fucking amazing. That was amazing. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 So. Yeah. And now and he's still doing his thing in uh, TNA. Yeah. He's he's one of like you know how NXT every now and then they're like, Oh, we brought this old guy back. He's gonna have a couple of matches and just sort of Yeah. Remember this guy. I wish they I know it's TNA, but imagine they do that with Van Dam. Yeah. Just turned up in NXT. And you it's it, it's built like it's written for you, like R V D NXT. Like it's fucking it's there. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just yeah. put it together and then you can have matches with Cole and Balor and all these guys. Speaking of NXT, I feel like, um, as, as we talked about, like the IC title is kind of unfortunately lost a lot of prestige these days because it just gets passed around. But I, I don't know about you guys, but I feel like the NXT North American title like carries a sort of similar prestige as the IC title. And I know it's early days, but, you know, a lot of great wrestlers have held this belt. And I really hope the like keep running with the ball and yeah yeah like in the in the prism of nxt kind of thing like in in an nxt bubble it very much is i think yeah Yeah, i think so we look at who's held it and we talk about the second best or the workhorse and pretty much everyone has that's held it is that person yeah i agree yeah i think um it's definitely it, it it is that almost like well the, the North American NXT champ is kind of this close to being NXT you know champ yeah. so yeah for sure oh those bloody dogs Jesus Christ. <laughs> the dogs like I concur yeah yes. yeah what about me <laughs> yeah all right well before the dogs attack uh, are they Stacey. junkyard dogs Greg yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're big fuck off dogs. That's all. <laughs> Not my dogs, but Jesus, they, they like to be heard. Bark away, fellas. Keep the keep the burglars the riffraff away. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. Uh, Stacey. All right, number three already. Number three. So my third pick. Let's just get straight into it. It is Stone Cold Steve Austin. Ooh. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I was expecting someone else. Really? Yeah. You're going to keep it under wraps? Oh, we'll keep it under wraps just in case. Oh, I I think I know. I might choose them. You never know. Yep. Okay, (laughs) cool. So, uh, Stone Cold is a two-time IC champion. And uh, one important thing to note about his first win as IC champion, um, he beat Owen Hart with a broken neck. Um, So... As we all know, um, the Owen worst Hart. roll up ever. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> Broke but Owen neck. Hart sold the shit out of it. That was yes. that was the important thing. Yeah, that's right. Owen Hart broke uh, broke Stone Cold's neck um, in that match with the botch pile driver. Um, 
And unfortunately, Austin had to forfeit the title due to the severity of the neck injury. Um, however, Austin ended up later beating Owen Hart again to win the championship when he came back, which was um, a nice twist of fate there. But um, the reason why Austin is one of my favourite IC champions is because um, his feud... I think a lot of people forget that Austin and the Rock's first feud was centered around the IC championship and this launched them both into superstardom. And I think you could equally mention both of them as like a, a top IC champion, but I, Austin is my pick because I just love what he did. And that feud in particular centered around that belt. I had so much fun watching and yeah, I, I need to go back and watch it again, I think. Um, so Austin actually ended up forfeiting the title again, um, this time to the Rocks. However, in an act of defiance, Austin ended up tossing the belt into a river. Can't remember which river it was. I'm sure someone knows. <laughs> but for me, like, and this happened just on the episode of Raw when Raw was interesting and big thing happened big things happened um and this was one of like the most memorable episodes of raw ever for me and some people would see it as um very upsetting and um i guess insulting to the belt but i just loved it and i thought it was entertaining as hell the thing is like how can you do that the prestige of this <laughs> title it's like hey hey it's not Exactly. <laughs> they didn't really win shit. It's like and <laughs> he was trying to get into the rock's head and like what better way to do it, you know? Yeah, for sure. Which played back into it later because like rock threw him off a bridge into a river. <laughs> <laughs> so when they were feuding at mania time, so that was cool. But yeah, that's why I think Austin needs to be in the conversation as one of the best I see type uh, champions um i mean this belt um catapulted him like immediately into like the wwe title scene and it was all full steam ahead from there yeah it was, it was a pretty quick transition wasn't it from ic yeah. to heavyweight so i mean it goes to show how i think that that's that's one of the um one person who actually transcended the title itself I think yep. a lot of the other people we've chosen, the title helped make them. I think Austin was, he transcended the title. It was, it was just a stepping stone. It's like, let's give him a belt. And then we know what we're going to do already with him. Yeah. Well, I mean, part of the reason why he sort of forfeited the title was like, he was sort of putting, shifting his focus to the WWE title. And that was what, you know, he had his eyes on, but um, Yeah. Might be a case as well of where they were like, well, we know we want this guy in the in the world title picture, so like he's got the IC belt, but he can kind of like not necessarily like said and drop the title to Rock and stuff like that, but like um, in the meantime of their feud, you know, helps sort of put over these other guys being in a feud with the IC champ, who's clearly destined for great things. So yeah, um, it's like well, on the way. The ICU and the IC title will help sort of elevate some of these mid-carders and then off you go to uh, world champ status. Yeah. 
And isn't yeah. it funny how, you know, when Vince first brought Austin in, he was the ringmaster, yeah. and then Vince <laughs> let Austin be Austin and, you know, probably made him more money than anyone else ever did. Yeah. yeah. He didn't, never wanted Austin to talk. That's why he had yeah. uh, DBRC of his yeah. mouthpiece. I don't know why. Some of the promos that Austin did in ECW were fantastic. And then, you know, he comes into w, uh, WWE and, yeah, had someone speaking for him. I thought that was a bit weird. Yeah. <laughs> Especially, like, when you had, like, DBRC and his character. Like, I know it was like, he's a million-dollar man. And, like, I'm sure in Vince McMahon's mind, he's like, well, you're Steve Austin and we have a million-dollar man. Yeah. And Steve Austin on TV is the $6 million dollar man. man. Yeah. So ooh, that makes sense to me, God damn it. <laughs> yeah. um, oh, it's fantastic. They'll love it. Yeah. Meanwhile, the kids are like, what the fuck is the $6 million man? Yeah. It's logic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, and the million dollar champion and, and all that kind of stuff. But, like, yeah, like I think either that or it was a way to test him out. It's like, well, let's see how much you're kind of put up with. Uh, yeah. In a way, is he is he willing to sort of play ball and do things our way? And then like, okay, he is. So we can we can trust him now. We can make him. You know, he can be stone cold or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I think as far as having Austin as as a IC champ, I guess if you're looking at the long list of of wrestlers who were IC champ and then became world champ, like I mean, there's not many other top world champs than Austin. Uh, yep. in, in the conversation with Austin, I should say, like so, yeah, the fact that um, he did kind of rise the ranks to to that level, so uh, I think has to be noted as well. The fact yeah. that you know, um, yet another former IC champ that became world champion sort of thing, it only helps the IC champ, uh, IC title as a as a, like the prestige of it and the fact that yeah, it, it, I it think the, the second, not the second best, but like you said, the, the yeah. workers' title. That's right, yeah. And I think it also helped him with, you know, Brett gone and Sean not there anymore. And he was, you know, they, they needed that person to step up. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, all right. So as we round out our last pick, Steve, I'm wondering, <sighs> see, because there's two that I want to pick. And if you don't pick the other one. Mate, I've got about three I want to pick right shit. now. <laughs> I got, and, and one of them isn't Benoit, so you can rest easy. All right. Um, yep. But there's, oh, there's, there's, there's three. Um, I'm really hoping fuck. that you guys pull this fuck, out. Fuck, and fuck. there's one person that I wanted to put on my list, but I didn't. And I thought someone's going to pick him. I'm pretty sure. Like, no if, pressure. If okay. you, I'm hoping, Steve, okay. that like. All right. All the right. two that I have here, okay. and I'm pretty sure uh, someone's going to pick. I'm hoping that they're the two of yours as well. <laughs> so well, I've got three, so I'm pretty sure two of them will be the same. Um, okay. All right. So we're talking about the IC title. I guess you can't really go past the man who's held the championship more than anyone else. Oh, good. Yeah. Yes. And that <laughs> is Chris Jericho. Thank um, goodness. He's held it nine times. Um, for a total of 318 days. So some of those reigns were, sh were short. We you know we talk about the flip-flopping of the belt. Um, but look, I think, you know, we were talking about Rob Van Dam putting the title on him. And by no means, I'm not saying Jericho, Van Dam's in Jericho's league at all. But if you needed to put the IC title on somebody to make that mid-card relevant, 
to make that to, to, to make a star out of someone. Chris Jericho was the guy that Vince went to later on in the career. Yeah. But earlier in the career, he it was like Chris Chris Jericho was the guy who couldn't 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 win the the big matches in WCW. He comes to WWE automatically in that big face off with the rock. But then I think as you said, Greg, he's not going for the heavyweight title. We're gonna put him back feuding with China. But but that 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 was probably good for him because he got we got to see Chris Jericho as a different person, and I think that was when he first started you know winning the, that IC title, and then obviously you know he proved that he he should have been the champ and could be the champ, and he just ran with it over years and years and years. He's had so many. He's, he's probably fought everyone in wrestling today. Um, yeah. And there's there's one match, and yes, it does involve Benoit, but the <laughs> um, the latter match at 2001 Royal Rumble, go go out, go check it out if you, if you can. If if do they even still show that on the WWE Network? I'm not sure. I think so. I think his they matches do. are still yeah. there. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that was an amazing ladder match. Um, just the rival. Just you know, Jericho reinvents himself all the time. He comes back, give him a title. He runs with it. Put someone over. Um, yeah, look, we talk about greatest IC champs. Jericho definitely has to be in the top top five, if not top three. I reckon. Yeah, there's. I think there's a case to argue that Jericho is the best. The yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Just yep. for the fact, like you said, and like I see him in a similar vein as Rob Van Dam, probably more so because Jericho is obviously a, a bigger star. But like in that same fashion, where if you want Jericho to step up to the main event and either be world champ or fighting world champs, he could. But then he could yep. also step back to IC level and it wasn't like, oh God, they're burying him. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And he definitely. can put over the new guys. Like so someone like um Jeff Hardy, for instance, who like early two thousands Jeff Hardy was not ready to be fighting for the world title, but it made sense for him to fight Jericho for the IC title. Like that made sense. Yeah. Um and then after a while it's like, well if he can hang with Jericho, maybe he can hang with edge and he can hang with angle and he can hang with uh triple h and these kind of guys so yeah yeah um and like you said just the fact that like you could probably pick 10 chris jericho intercontinental title matches and he's probably he could be different in every one of them yeah true you know depending Mm. on what year you picked like if you picked one from 1999 and 2004 and like maybe a couple of matches from 2008 because in I think 2008 2009 was kind of where he went into that. He went from the sort of oh, I hate to say like Shawn Michaels rip off mode, but you know like the long yeah, hair yeah. and the flashy clothes and all that yeah. to the short hair and the suit that yeah. kind of thing. So two matches from from there, you know, and then yeah, 2011, 12, whatever. You could pick, like I said, I reckon probably half a dozen to a dozen matches of Jericho, and he would be different in each one of them. So, yeah. yeah, definitely. And like you said, he's fought everyone. Yeah. So he's got matches against, uh, you know, Triple H and Rob Van Dam and William Regal and these guys. But then he's got matches against AJ Styles and, and Kevin Owens and, and, and these guys. So Yeah. Um, yeah. No, he's, when you, I, to me, when you think of the IC title in the last, like, I don't know, 20, 20 years or so, that's, that's the guy you think of. Definitely, yeah. like, yeah. attitude era yeah. and after. You know, like that seemed to be, I think. Like, yeah. Like once Jericho sort of came in in 99 and then kind of 
So probably from 2000 onwards. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Consistently kind of, I know he'd had the world title a couple of times in there, but yeah, consistently sort of icy champ. Yeah. I mean, I hate to beat a dead horse, but as we were saying before, it's is or was the workhorse title and Jericho is the definition of a workhorse. Like whatever you need, yeah. Jericho will get it done. And because he is so versatile um, with his character and even in the ring, like you can have him return to that title and that scene and still make it interesting and fresh. Yeah. 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 Like if you, if you, if you dumped him into WWE today yeah. and it was Chris Jericho versus AJ Styles or Sami <sighs> Zayn, like yep. at the Royal Rumble, no one would be like, Oh, what the fuck? You know, like it would, it would elevate the title again. And it would also like Sami Zayn, for instance, and it would put Sami, Sami Zayn up against like a top guy. Um, yeah. but yeah. it's for the inter- intercontinental title. So it's like, well, yeah, now the title means something again. So Yeah, that's right. Um, and it would matter who it was. It could be like Nakamura or you could drag out um, uh, like the, the Orton, and, you know, uh, Seamus, any of the guys that, that might sort of be like, well, they're kind of not what they were, but yeah. But if you bring Jericho in and you make it for the IC title, all of a sudden it's like, whoa, we've got something like, yeah, I'm interested. You know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, even the Miz stuff. <laughs> we don't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, like I said, Jericho had to be in there somewhere. Um, and if you didn't pick him then, Steve, I would have. My yeah, pick. good. Um, yeah. It'll be interesting to see who your pick is because I was wondering if it's. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping that if I had picked it, if I had gone first and picked Jericho, that you would have then picked this guy. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Perfect. He was one of the two I had, yes. Ah, yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah. Uh, basically, like, he was a similar thing as well, like, to Razor Ramon, I feel, is like. Could have been world, could have been world champ. Probably it came along at the wrong time because he was in that, like he was never going to take the belt off Hogan or Randy Savage or yeah, or um, you know Andre or Sergeant Slaughter or these guys, even the Warrior, you know. But like we said, IC title, workers belt. I mean, if you need to see an IC title match between like two technicians, well, like Bret Hart at SummerSlam, that was perfect. Uh, 91, I think it is. Uh, I could be wrong on that. It's either 1990 or I think it's. I think it's 90. Okay, might be 90. But, yeah, he, he like, perfect. He loses the title to Bret Hart. But, again, in that same way that we were talking about Piper before, it kind of, it made, a, it was a big deal because it was like Bret Hart is beating, you know, Mr. Perfect at yeah. SummerSlam for the IC title. Like, holy shit, like that. Probably should have been the world title match, you know. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> like, yeah. It, it was ninety-one, Greg. Sorry. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Um, so I mean, and just again, perfect. It was another guy that I think could he could play up, you know, to the to the main event if you needed someone, or you could, you know, you could drop him down to to the IC level or, or even lower, you know. And, and mm-hmm. I mean, I I can't think of a, off the top of my head a bad. Mr. Perfect slash Kurt Henning match. There's probably some in WCW, but <laughs> yeah. um, even then, there would have been entertaining because it was Kurt Henning. So, 
Didn't he get killed by Goldberg? Yeah, but everybody. Yeah. Did. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and, and I just think, yeah, like as far as like peak level Mr. Perfect, obviously around that sort of probably 89 to 92, 93 in WWF, around those, like you said, those SummerSlam matches and Bret Hart and, and everyone else, these fought there for the IC title. I had to put him on. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Yep. And like just just everything dead he did was just cool. So it was it was yeah. it was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Another guy too who really sort of the character is is designed to be a heel. Like, oh I fucking yeah. hate this guy. Yeah. He's calling himself yeah. Mr. Perfect, but like yeah. people cheer him, he's so cool. So Yeah, that's right. Um similar to like Razor Ramon and and obviously like the rock when he first sort of turned. Yeah. Know, people yeah. watching the rock and Stone Cold and all these guys, you know. Yeah. And it, even like um he came back to the WWE in like two thousand and three or something, didn't he? After WCW yeah. and he still got a massive crowd reaction when he came back and Yeah, well he turned up in the Rumble, I remember. I think it was two thousand and two. Right. I think it was Royal Rumble, yeah. the one that Triple H won. Yeah. But like yeah. he was like the it was Triple H, Austin, and Perfect. They were the last three. And yeah. I was like, yeah. holy shit. Like they brought him back and he's in there with these, like the current top guys and he's outlasted, yeah. you know, Undertaker and, and and Kurt Angle and all the guys that were sort of the the staples at the time. So. Yeah. Well, I think you said in the previous episode he was the second last competitor eliminated by Hogan one of the years too. So I guess Vince yeah. Yeah. really trusted him to, to put him in that position. I think that was 91 as well. Uh, Probably was, yeah. One of those ones, yeah, because then Flair won it in 92. Yep. Um, and, 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 yeah, and then, Perfect was with, with Flair and all that in sort of the, in that classic the, promo where that's right. he's in the background, you know, smoking mm. and, and, and hugging Bobby Heenan and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I think, like, with Mr. Perfect, you, you don't really get it unless you kind of live through it. Like... You know, I guess people now would look back at Mr. Perfect and they just see this guy with like a blonde mullet and like <laughs> some plain looking wrestling tights. But he was so like he had so much charisma. He was oh, so yeah. smug. He was so cool with like yep. like chucking the towel and swiping the gum. And he's like you hundred percent believe that this guy is just freaking awesome at everything he does. Yeah. And like yeah, that's the kind of person like you want to hate for sure. But <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I hate him because I'm not him, and I want to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's yeah, like the like, overachievers in yeah. school, you know. Well, it's like the, it's the Tom Brady thing, you know. <laughs> yeah. Like it's like a oh, fucking Tom Brady. Oh, but he's so yeah. good. But he's so like, good. You know, like, yeah. No one. No one that I've heard is like bag Tom Brady because I like say I fucking hate Tom Brady, but they're all like, yeah, but he's the fucking best. Like, yeah. it's not like oh, he's not even any good. He sucks, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah. People are like, god damn it, you know. Yeah. So, but yeah, um, it, it, it annoys me a little bit that people like Henning and Ramon have like won the title once, and someone like Santino Morella's won it twice mm. and held it for four hundred days combined, and it's just it just that's that's that annoys me a bit. Yeah. yeah. Well, Razor Ramon had the, had the IC title a few times. Oh yeah, yeah. 
but yeah, like not the not the world title. I meant Piper, sorry. Oh, yeah. Piper, yeah, 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 sorry, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, that's the thing. But again, it's like, well, you know, they had it, but they've had those memorable matches, and and like we said, it's we've got Roddy Piper and Hennig or Mister Perfect now, yeah. and they both sort of put over Bret Hart in a big way. Uh, you know, one at WrestleMania and one at SummerSlam, like the two biggest shows. Yeah. And they're sort of regarded as some of the best IC match, not only like, um, you know, like SummerSlam matches or Mania matches, but like intercontinental title matches, um, you know, in front of the world type of thing. So, yeah, definitely. Um, which is, I guess, kind of funny that like Bret Hart didn't make the list, but mm. he, he was. The, what the other one I was umming and ahhing about. Okay, yeah. But I guess, like, again, you know, honourable mention to Bret Hart. Yeah, Bret Hart, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah. Oh, I feel like a lot of that, even though, like, Bret Hart's in those matches, I feel that it's Bret Hart, like, fighting Shawn Michaels or fighting um, Piper or, or, or Perfect. It's like they're, they're, they were kind of like the star and then Bret Hart overcomes them and, yeah, it sort of gives the rub to him as opposed to two sort of mega stars going together. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. You know, he only had two title reigns as well. Yeah, Red Hart. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. It's funny. I think these these guys had had more title reigns, but when you look back, it's like no, they they had their title reigns, did what they had to do, and then it was a stepping stone, and they moved on. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of like okay, well we've done that now, and yeah, let's what else can we do? Yeah. Onto onto bigger things, so I think. Whereas, yeah, others like we said, Van Dam, for instance, it was like, well, you know, we can, we know, we can bring you up if we need to, but you're sort of good at this at the, at that level. So, yeah, yeah. You know, uh, which they kind of did with Kane for a long time too. You know, Kane was sort yeah. of the yeah. big, powerful main event guy that you sort of had to beat to prove that you were a decent threat and that you could hang with Austin and Triple H and. True and rock and those guys. Hey, do you guys know that Jeff Jarrett held the title six times? Shit, really? Yeah, yeah six times. But wow. it, that was flip flopping back in the um, Attitude Era as well. Oh, yep. Yeah, well, there was a few guys that had it in the Attitude Era. I was like, really? Yeah. Like I think it, um, I remember Ken Shamrock had it for a while. Yeah, he did. But I mean that not to. Not to shit on him, but like he had it for a while. I think he, his couple of his feuds back and forth with people. It was like, oh, all right. Yeah. Well, I mean, Billy Gunn had it. Like, he need did, I say yeah. more? Yeah. yeah. Well, there you go. And and our and a favorite of our podcast, Mister Cody Rhodes, held it <laughs> <laughs> with another new gimmick, by the way. Yes. Yes. <laughs> the Black Parade gimmick. <laughs> yeah. It's like it looks like Jericho, circa two thousand and nine. Yeah. <laughs> like I'll just. <laughs> Be quiet and make my suit and not do anything outlandish. Except like Jericho had to act boring, whereas Cody just is. Up. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Um, can I just give one more honourable mention out? Yeah, sure. Uh, Edge, just because he's Edge. Love oh yeah, that's yeah. a good pick. Five title reigns. I'd have to give an honourable mention to Christian. Yep. Big time, like yep. you know. See, I could see him a bit in that Rob Van Dam sort of mould as well, where it was yeah, like yeah. you could always put the IC belt on Christian if you wanted, and you, you wouldn't be disappointed. So yeah, um, I, I think we have to mention. I mean, I would, I wanted to mention basically like Triple H and The Rock in a sort of 
similar way, Stace, how you were saying about mm. like Austin and the Rock sort of getting their start there. Like they sort of did that too for a while. It was, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. When you had like DX and the Nation and that kind of stuff, there was some IC battles between those two. Yeah, true. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and, and honestly, I mean, I don't think many people have a high opinion of him, but I mean, Honky Tonk Man is still the longest, longest reigning yeah. yeah. uh, IC champ. So, for a gimmick that's like basically a bad Elvis impersonator, for that <laughs> to be the gimmick that held the IC title for the longest and like a legit draw at the time and stuff like that of people wanting to see him get his ass kicked. Yeah. And then eventually getting like the shit beat out of him by Warrior. Like it's seven seconds, wasn't it? Yeah, something <laughs> like that. Like, but I mean, that's kind of, that was, that's basically what you wanted. So, yeah. Yeah. It I, was I, a choice yeah. that was made. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I, I think, yeah, like that's, that's still quite impressive that they were able to sort of keep that going and, and yeah. have people like, oh, God damn it. I hate yeah. that honky tonk man. I want to yeah, see Yeah, that's exactly basket. right. And, yeah, is it, it's funny how, the majority of our picks or pretty much all of our picks came from attitude era or mm. none from modern day. Probably one I'd throw out there nowadays is AJ styles. Uh, I see him in the same realm as like Greg was saying that you can put him in the, in the heavyweight picture, but he can also be in the, in the continental picture. Yeah. Him, him and Daniel Bryan, I think yeah. at the yeah. moment are the two that are sort of, that you could do that with. And if they treated him, or used him correctly, I think Nakamura could have been the same. Kind of. Oh, hundred percent. Um, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. It's so. just a shame that the title doesn't, it's, it doesn't mean what it used to mean because it's watered down because there's two world titles now. So you, yeah. you need that IC title to have that, that workhorse second title feel. Well, that's what yeah. I mean. That's what they did. It was like, well, whoever, especially in that, like um, JBL, uh, you know, triple H, you know, reigns of terror type of thing. Like at the time, like whichever, like whoever was the biggest star of the two, like whoever had that title, it kind of, it made the other one essentially almost like the intercontinental title. So, yes. Yeah, right. I mean, they did get rid of it for a while there too. So yeah, they merged it with the heavyweight title, didn't they? Yeah. So, but Silly. I mean, anyway, and then Austin, Austin was the one to like bring it back as far yeah. as yeah. storyline and stuff like that. Yeah. So, no, I think we've got some good picks there. So, basically, like I had Razor Ramon, uh, Rob Van Dam, and Mr. Perfect. Steve, you went with the staple of the show, Shawn Michaels, of yeah. course. Uh, Macho Man Randy Savage, and like we said, Chris Jericho, because how could you not? Uh, yeah. And then Stacey, yeah. uh, no surprises with Roddy Piper. But again, <laughs> the obvious is, is usually obvious for a reason. So, yeah. nothing wrong with that. Uh, they broke, don't fix it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Stone Cold, which was a surprise, I think, but um, mm-hmm. definitely uh, like worthy once when you outlined your reasons. And of course, China, who, yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. I think just for the fact that um, she did what no one else has done, deserves yep. uh, a mention. So yeah, um, so that's our episode ten. Aussie top three but before we get out of here a reminder you can follow us all on the Twitter uh, I am at Greg T13 <laughs> Stacey is at Little Sherby and Steve is at Stinger 57 uh, you still don't have that number in your Twitter um, <laughs> look I, I'm gunning for Little Sherby 88 but um, 
No, I got nothing. I think think the the sheer number of followers that Stacey has compared to the two of us, Steve, can uh, outweigh the no number in her handle. Do you know where I got those followers from, Greg? (laughs) The dirty uh, corners of the internet. The majority of my followers I got from being retweeted by AJ Lee once or twice. Uh And I think they, yeah, yeah. Like I really didn't have much before then. And um, I don't know why they're still there. Like I think because I don't tweet much. I only really tweet to plug our shit these days. (laughs) I think they, I go under the radar and they forget I'm there. People don't delete their friends off Twitter. That's why they just stay there. Yeah. Yeah, I can't hey, remember the last time I unfollowed someone on Twitter. Can I, before, sorry, Greg, to interrupt again, but before we finish mm. the podcast, there's one thing I want to say, and um, I, you guys probably heard that uh, Road Warrior Animal passed away. Yeah. Yeah, I just want to RIP to him. He was one of my one of my favourite small big guys. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Small big guys. Yeah, the Road Warriors were cool to watch. Yeah, yeah sure. very sad Def- loss. Definitely. They, I think they would definitely uh, make an appearance if we ever do like tag teams or something like that. So yeah. Um, spoilers kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, in the meantime, of course, follow our actual show account, whatever you want to call it uh, at Aussie top three, uh, but all roads lead to at the steel cage where there's about 500 podcasts at the moment. And yeah, most of them are pretty great. Um, <laughs> yeah. Ours is the best. Just, yeah. 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 and check out the best Cobra Kai podcast you'll ever listen to <laughs> there you go <laughs> well yeah get on that ASAP uh, <laughs> but this, in the meantime this has been episode 10 of Aussie Top 3 and until next time we'll see you next time